Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what we're doing today? We're starting a new book of the Bible. We are. We are starting Nehemiah chapter 1. Yeah, we just got done with Ezra, so on to Nehemiah. Right? I'm so excited. Which is also kind of Ezra. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I I read that um, they're either all part of the same book with the same author, or this is... Um, a different thing that was borrowing from Ezra. Okay. But, um, then then they're like Nehemiah wrote it, but maybe Ezra, but Nehemiah. But we'll never know because thousands of years ago. And the chronicler. 
Yeah. Because they're all part of the same long book, right? right. Broken up. Right. Yeah. Um, I do want to start off our new book with a an announcement of um, support from someone. We have a what? new, um, not patron exactly, but they did donate um, quite a bit, actually. They, they gave us 50 bucks. Shut up. What? Yeah. Amanda H. Um, Amanda, Reached out you. to us via email and was looking for an alternate way to donate. And, uh, and we did it through Venmo. So... You know, and I were just kind of like flabbergasted and blown away. And apparently they listen to us all the time on the way home from their nursing job, which they're one of the good nurses. So not one of the dumb ones. Not yet. They're a good nurse. And the majority of the nurses are good. (laughs) That's right. And we're always glad for those because there are a few that are real stinkaroos. Yeah. Yeah. So we just wanted to do a shout out whether or not it was um, Patreon or not, we normally just do Patreon, but they, they needed the workaround. So we got a workaround. Here's the workaround. And thank you so, so much, Amanda. You are just so appreciated. And your messages have been lovely. And I have loved interacting with you. Yeah. So anybody else want to reach out or support us in some way? And whether through Patreon or elsewise, just let us know. Yeah, if there's some sort of hindrance, just email us. We're always here. We generally always respond although i i realized today that um amanda had written us back in may and i don't think i i have a draft of a response that i was gonna do oh shit but i don't think i ever actually responded to her so if that's the case i'm sorry for that initial ghosting amanda oh my gosh it was not intentional we did actually have a response ready to go just never we just never it. sent it apparently Oh, that's Sometimes a you. Sometimes we suck. Yeah, well... Sometimes I suck. Here's the thing. Um, you should always assume that we're stupid yes. before you assume that we're assholes or intentionally 100%. mean. 100%. Yeah. 100%. We're, we're almost always just stupid. Yeah, we love talking to our fans. Like That's <laughs> like a perk of the job. Exactly. exactly. So... Thank you, Amanda. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, so that is our intro. That's an intro. And now we're going to be starting... Nehemiah chapter one. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, I almost said husband. But um, th- we already did that part. Yeah, we did. <laughs> hey, so oh hi, uh, hi. 
<laughs> Hi, is everything okay there? I forgot for a second what we were doing, but oh, we're, we're yeah. starting Nehemiah chapter one. We literally just finished the intro like 30 seconds ago. I know, but then I ate blueberries and they were so good that I got distracted and I forgot ah, what was happening. It's the blueberries' fault. Well, I mean, it, if, really if you got nothing else to blame, blame the blueberries. No, they're fresh and I just rinsed them and they're like cold and yeah. just, mm, they're so good. Okay, right. sorry. Yeah. Nehemiah. Sorry. Yes, Nehemiah. Okay. <laughs> so Nehemiah picks up right where Ezra left off. Okay. And um, do you remember where Ezra left off? Like I didn't was... check this time because I normally I only check when we're inside of a book. Right. So well, I didn't really go back and look. Basically, um, Ezra was crying like a big old fucking crybaby because it was mingling going on. Yeah, the co-mingling. Yeah. The co-mingling. And so... Um, he told those people, you better get right. And so the majority of the wives converted. A few of the husbands were like, nah, fuck this shit, and left right. with their wives. And then there were a few that the wives were like, nah, fuck this shit. And they would not convert. And the husband was like, god damn it, then get. Right. And so they left. Yeah, yeah. And so then everybody was happy and wonderful, and things were built, and they did lots of uh, burning of things. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, it always so, makes me happy to burn things. I love burning things. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. You are like you love. I am a little bit of a pyro. You love um, starting fires in the backyard in the fire pit. I really do. Like I that's really, one of your favorite really things. Yeah. And I'm always like, be careful, you're gonna burn yourself. And you're like, I was in scouts. I learned how to build a fire. I will never burn my ow. <laughs> oh, got a little close there, did ya? Did ya? I am really good at building fires. You. Build them right good. Yeah. We're going to live through this apocalypse. Okay. <laughs> ready? I'm ready. We're going to start this shit. The Let's words of Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah. <laughs> Hakaliah. Hakaliah. Okay. So, in the month of Kislev, in the 20th year, and I don't remember which month that is. I don't either. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't memorize them all. I just remember the one is spring. It's one of those months. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kislev, in the 20th year, while I... The twentieth year of what? The twentieth year, you know. Oh, okay. In the month of Kislev, in the twentieth year. Okay. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, I Nehemiah, first person. Yeah. Okay. I while well, I was in the citadel of Suda Susa, Hanani, one of my brothers, came from Judah with some other men, and I questioned them about the Jewish remnant that had survived the exile. Oh, and also about Jerusalem, and they like said to me. Those who survived the exile and are back in the province are in great fucking trouble and disgrace. Yeah, because they commingled. Just wait. Just wait. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down Mm, and its gates have been burned with a motherfucking fire. Not a fire. A fire. It wasn't me, I promise. When I, Nehemiah, heard these things, I, Nehemiah, sat down and wept. Mm, Just like. Very sad. Just like fucking Ezra. We are the biggest (laughs) crybabies. For some days, I mourned, I mourned and fasted, and prayed before the God of heaven. Man, this is very dramatic. So dramatic. I feel like I'm watching a, like, telenovela. Telenovela? That's what I was trying to say. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) So it was blueberries. No, this time time it was just all me, (laughs) stupidity. Yep, yep. So then I, Nehemiah, said, ready? I'm ready, yeah. Quote, Lord! Lord. The God of heaven! Yep, that guy. The great and awesome God, you know, that mm, one? Who know. who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him. Does he, though? And keep his commandments. Yeah. That one? 
Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer that your servant, and here's pointing to himself, yeah. hello, is praying before you day and night for your servants, the people of Israel. Okay. Hello, I'm telling you, God, you need to fucking listen to me. Right. Do you hear me? I, I don't know. He, he Do you hear me? Uh, am I God? Yeah. Oh, sweet. No. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I, Nehemiah, confess the sins we Israelites, including myself and my father's family, have committed against you. He confessed them, huh? Because God couldn't, them. didn't know them already. Hey, God. Hey, God. <laughs> I had a, a nocturnal emission. Yeah. God. So did so did my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> He's confessing for everybody. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. We have acted very wickedly towards you, mm. and uh, we have not obeyed the commands, decrees, and laws you gave your servant Moses. Yeah. That, that homeboy yeah. was, you know, he was pretty good or whatever. I mean, technically, he didn't even live up to God's standards. Nobody did. You know. we, we're all sinners in the eyes of God. Right. In which case, fuck that God. Right. What's the purpose? If Moses can't even get there, you know. Yeah. Fuck it. Remember, um, okay, so I, Nehemiah, I'm still talking to you, God, okay? Remember, remember, remember the instruction you gave your servant Moses? Remember that? Saying, if you're unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and obey my commands, then even if your exiled people are at the farthest horizon, I will gather them from there and bring them to the place I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. Remember that? Remember, God, when you said that? They said it like a million times. So. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. Okay, so I'm still speaking. I'm still God. You're still God, Sweet. and I am still Nehemiah speaking. Okay? okay, yeah. They are your servants and your people whom you redeemed by your great strength and your mighty hand. Mm. Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this servant, your servant right here that I'm pointing to. I'm yeah. pointing to myself. Listen, listen, okay? listen. And to the prayer of your servants, you know, all those other people. Who delight in revering your name. Mm. Okay? I like it when people revere my name. No, you don't. <laughs> Keep my name out your goddamn mouth. <laughs> Give your servant, who is me, okay? Mm -hmm. Give your servant, yeah. me, success today by granting him, him being me, yeah. favor in the presence of this man. This man? Quote, what man? end quote, I was cupbearer to the king. The end. I was what? I was cupbearer. To the king. Cup bear. I bared a cup. You bore a cup. I bore cups. The end. So he wants favor to to bear a cup really well? I bore children. Like, well, I, don't, I don't understand what he was asking favor. But, but what like, I just said was funny. It was. It was. I'm sorry. Did you bear children or cups? I didn't. I mean. You bore cups. Yeah. Yeah. I bore children. You bore cups. Who's the badder motherfucker over here? Me. Technically, you said I was God, so. Right. And if you were God... You did not bear children. You bore cups. Mm. So I am a better motherfucker. No, stronger. technically my servant bore cups. Oh, yeah. yeah. You bore neither, you lazy piece of shit. <laughs> this god is fired. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, all right. Yeah, um, I have no idea what's happening. So he's saying, God, God, God. Hey, God. Hey, God. Like, like when you have a toddler and you're trying to do something and yeah. they, like, they keep bothering you. And you're like, oh, I'm trying to read this book, or oh, I'm trying to pay this bill. Like, stop, stop. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Mom, 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 Mom. And you're right. like, What? And they're like, Oh, I just wanted to ask you if I could play with this. Okay, not a toddler, more like a five or six year old. Right. And they're like, Ugh. And you're like, Jesus Christ, can you just stop calling my name a hundred times? Like, I will be with you in a minute. I'm not God. 
Okay. Right. But I am. Right. And so he's going, got, 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 member, member. Hey, member. Hey, member when? Hey, did you remember that one time at band camp? Yeah. Right. (laughs) I couldn't. I don't know why. I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. I can't. Okay. It's like if somebody goes, wait, hold on. And you have to do the last bit. Bum, bum. Right. (laughs) Right. Or if somebody goes, Sweet Caroline, you have to finish it. Bum, bum, bum. Right? There's just, like, there's some call and response things. Right. Okay? Sorry. Yeah, sure. So, that so happened. So, anyway, that was uh, first, the first chapter of Nehemiah. Yeah. First, first, second, third, fourth, all the Nehemiahs. It was Nehemiah chapter one. Yeah, Nehemiah chapter one. And yeah. tomorrow, we will be back with... Um, Nehemiah chapter two. I almost said second Nehemiah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys then. Yep, bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, well, Nehemiah was started a and it started, yeah, and it started a lot like the Ezra because he was just mm-hmm. like crying about everything they're doing wrong and praying to God. We like, suck so goddamn much. Yeah. And you're so goddamn awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was basically it, right? right? Yeah. Okay. And it's first person. Yeah. Nehemiah is telling this story Even though it might be Ezra, but whatever. I don't don't know. The author of Nehemiah might have borrowed from Ezra. Something, yeah. I don't fucking know anymore. I don't either. It's it's all a bunch of gobbledygook. It's silly. Yeah. All right. Well, that was uh, Nehemiah chapter one. Not first Nehemiah. No, man, I struggle with that. Me too, me too. Yeah. Um, And then... Today, we're going to be doing... Nehemiah chapter 2. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay, ready? We are going to do um, Nehemiah chapter 2. Are we? We are. We're doing... That's what we're doing. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to read it now. You're reading it? I'm going to read it. Okay, read it. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Sorry. I forgot what we were doing, so then I was like, K-Ready? <laughs> <laughs> we already did the K-Ready bit before we started it. I know. Sorry. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to read um, Nehemiah chapter 2 now. You do that. I'm going to. <laughs> In the month of Nissan. I, Nissan. Which, yeah. I, I don't remember what month that is. Feels though. like a good place for a Nissan ad. You're an idiot. No? Like, that was so fucking obvious that... Yeah, like, it was. It was like, bad. So on the nose. I mean, because, yeah, Nissan. It's like it's like if somebody said pumpkins and you were like, and it's now. It's a place for pumpkin ad. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? What? Right. Right. Yeah. No, I should have come up with a better joke there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll work on that. You will. Yeah. I'll come up. I'll, I'll read up on Nissan jokes. Please don't. No? Please don't. Mm. Yeah. I don't care about cars. <laughs> so in the month of Nissan, not the car. Yeah. In the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was brought for him, I, Nehemiah, took the wine and gave it to the king. Mm. I had not been sad in his presence before, so the king asked me, why so sad? Just kidding, that's what Joker said. (laughs) Why does your face look so fucking sad when you are not ill, dumbass? This can be nothing but sadness of heart. Mm. That's what the king said. Yeah. Right. I, I, Nehemiah, was very much afraid, but I, Nehemiah, said to the king, May the king live forever! 
Yeah, because that's what you do when you're in front of a king that you're worried about killing you. Yeah, please don't kill me. Like, you're awesome. Right? Hope you live forever. Live long and but prosper. But wait, this king would kill you for being sad? I don't know. He's yeah. asking why you're so sad. That's rough. Why that's rough. so serious? Why should my face not look sad when the city where my ancestors are buried lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire? Yeah. Kill it with fire. The king said to me, Nehemiah, what is it you want, motherfucker? Then I prayed to the God of heaven, and I answered the king, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in his sight, let him send me back to the city in Judah where my ancestors are buried so that I can rebuild it. I thought that's what Ezra was doing. I thought that already fucking happened. Right? See, these are out of order, FYI. Okay. Like, some of what we read will take part in what happened in Ezra. Like, I know when we get to the book of Esther... After this, I think, um, her story takes place during one of the Ezra or Nehemiah things. At some point when we do a and am going to want some timeline. <laughs> like, when... When did what? When, when, was Ezra, when was Ezra? When was Nehemiah? Because it sounds very similar in the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Then the king, with the queen sitting right behind him, or beside him, not behind him, right. beside him, yeah. asked me, well, but how long will your journey take and when will you get back? Which, I don't know why the king fucking cared. Right. Is he pals? I mean, he needs somebody to bring him his wine, so. Maybe he's pals with that cupbearer, yeah. Nehemiah. Yeah, except You're... for the cupbearer, Nehemiah, is worried about the king killing him for being sad. So right. So, doesn't sound like a real good pal. Right, except that nobody carried that cup like Nehemiah did. I guess. He was a good cup carrier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It pleased the king to send me, Nehemiah, so I set a time. I, Nehemiah, also said to him, if it pleases the king... May I have letters to the governors of Trans-Euphrates so that they will provide me safe conduct until I arrive in Judah? And may I have a letter to Asaph, keeper of the royal park, so he will give me timber to make beams for the gates of the mm. citadel by the temple and for the city wall and for the residence I occupy? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you I, mind, need, I need all the paperwork, man. Do you mind writing me a receipt that tells all these motherfuckers to give me whatever the fuck I want? That right. would be awesome. Thanks. I don't understand what a, um important Israelite is doing bringing wine to a king who then needs paperwork right. to go home to fix things. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is God's bidding. What do you? What's with all the paperwork and bullshit? Like God just like this is how get you God home? works. This I, is, God is getting him home. I mean, via I, paperwork. I guess. I guess. And because the gracious hand of my God was on me, Nehemiah, the King granted my request. Mm, that's why. I mean, that's pretty fucking brazen. Would you just walk up to a king and be like, "Here's your wine," and also the reason that I look sad is because I want to go home. So, would you mind setting that up for me? And also, could you tell those fuckers over there to give me some wood so I can <laughs> right. build my house? Yeah. Oh, but actually, I need you to write down that I get lots of wood because not only my house, but I need to build. Let me think. Hold on. I also got to build a temple. Hold on. Hold on. I got to build a couple other things. Anyways, but he, but he had it's prayed a lot to God. of wood. He had prayed to God, so God must have told him that, God, that this yeah. dude would like, give him the shit, right? Yeah. That, that's got to be what happened. Okay. Although they didn't disclose that. Right. He just prayed. Yeah. And Like right on the spot? Or like... That's what it made it sound like, right? Right? Like, did you, did you just Like, can you imagine the king, the king or... and the queen are like, what's he doing? He's... Like, he just he just stopped talking. Like, he's like this. The I... guy the guy took a knee and he like raised a finger in the air and he's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't have my wine yet, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my god, or maybe he did have his wine and that's, that's why he was why so he amenable. Sent, maybe that's why he sent him. 
Oh, I mean, he's like, this guy like, is not a good cupbearer. Uh, he I cannot. Need, I need to get a new cupbearer. Every time he brings me wine, he has to stop and take a knee. I like, was going to kill him, but he's like, he wants to go. So I'm like, well, okay. Whatever, and take no. your pals with you. Yeah, here's your paperwork. And your little dog, too. <laughs> so, I, Nehemiah, went to the governors of Trans-Euphrates and gave them the king's letters. The king had also sent army officers and cavalry with me. Wow. That's my fucking receipts right there. Yeah, right. Yeah. When Sambalat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the Ammonite official, heard about this, they were very much disturbed that someone had come to promote the welfare of the Israelites. Mm. No doubt. Yeah. They were like, excuse you, the fuck is this? <laughs> and he's like about to tell off this Israelite, right? But then the guards are like, no. He's got the paperwork. The king the king said, it's fine. Yeah. I, I'm with you. But the king said, just help him. Right. right. So I, Nehemiah, went to Jerusalem. And after staying there three days, I, Nehemiah, set out during the night with a few others. We went out. Yeah, okay. It was a barley party. Mm. I, Nehemiah, had not told anyone what my God had put in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There were no mounts with me, except the one I, Nehemiah, was riding on. By but night... They sent cavalry with them. I know. Okay. Wait, what? All right. I'm confused. By night, I, Nehemiah, went out through the valley gate toward the jackal. You know the jackal? Oh, yeah. The jackal well, actually. I'm sorry. The okay. jackal well. Got it. And the dung gate. The dung gate, huh? You know the gate where they toss the all the dung? The gate's a real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gate that we talked about, cow patties, remember? Got it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Examining the walls of Jerusalem, which had been broken down, and its gates, which had been destroyed by fire. Mm. Then I, Nehemiah, moved on toward the fountain gate and the king's pool. But there was not enough room for my mount to get through. So I, Nehemiah, went up the valley by night, examining the wall. Why did he go by night? That seems a really dumb... Yeah, you can't examine very well at night. Like, you can't see. Why don't you go during the day and then you right. could actually look at it? seems like that'd it. be a lot smarter. I don't understand. Finally, I, Nehemiah, turned back and re-entered through the valley gate. The officials did not know where I had gone or what I was doing because, as yet, I, Nehemiah, had said nothing to the Jews or the priests or nobles or officials or any others who would be doing the work. Do you think they really gave a shit? Probably not. Like, some random dude just comes in your town like, I don't give a fuck, man. Do what you do, right? man. There's, like, 20 guys, and you're among them. Right. Fuck cares. Yeah. I, I, I don't see you. Right. <laughs> like, whatever. Then, I, Nehemiah, said to them, you see the trouble we are in? Jerusalem lies in ruins, and its gates have been burned with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, and we will no longer be in disgrace. Boom. Yeah. I, Nehemiah, also told them about the gracious hand of God on me and what the king had said to me. Oh, but let me just interrupt myself for a minute because guess what? What? God has his hand on me. Did you know it? Does he? Yeah. And also he told me to tell you that um, I need to have Fazoli's for dinner tomorrow night. No. But God told me. I don't care. But God said. God can eat a dick. God wants me to have Fazoli's. Yeah, no. Okay, well, you do not have the hand of God on you, so no, you don't. will feel his wrath. Okay. And I, I welcome it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. Right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue this Bible reading. They replied, let us start rebuilding. Wee! So they began this good work. But when Sanballat the Horonite, Tobiah the Ammonite official, and Geshem the Arab heard about it, they mocked and ridiculed us. 
fools. <laughs> you're ugly and your nose is big. <laughs> you guys stink. You smell like butt. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Yeah, no, I got yeah. it. I got okay. it. What is this you are doing? They asked. Are you rebelling against the king? <laughs> Didn't you know, they have the king's blessing? I, Nehemiah, answered them by saying, The God of heaven will give us success. We, his servants, will start rebuilding. But as for you, motherfucker, you have no share in Jerusalem or any claim or historic right to it. The end. This sounds exactly like the story of Ezra. Because, <laughs> right? like, it's the people that, remember they went and tattled? And, uh-huh. Like, this sounds like the this same is the fucking pers- story. Well, this is the personal version of it. Okay. Like, before they were like... Ezra did some things, and those things happened over there, but blah, blah, blah. This is, like, first person, like, telling us as it happened. Right, but why was the other guy Ezra and this guy's Nehemiah? Because Ezra was letting us know um, a thing that happened, and um, Nehemiah is either borrowing from that and then giving us a personal example. Okay. Or he's, like, embellishing the story, and they're trying to, like, make it more... But it is copied story. Uh, yeah, definitely. And it's the same fucking story. Yeah, definitely. So, so far, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I, I didn't... There's a lot of fucking doubles in uh, the Bible. There is. This one doesn't bother me, though, because it's it's like if I said, um, did you know that in uh, 2020 there was a pandemic? And then I told you a story about a pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And then... You read the Stephen King book, The Stand, and you were like, um, my wife already told this story. Well, excuse me, but the story that I told was generic and, like, um, wasn't a story. It was, like, a paragraph, whereas, you know, the Stephen King novel is, like, five million But that's not the way, that's not the way it went, though. Ezra was literally the one that went and traveled from, But you know, he told the, gen- he, it was not as detailed. He just gave you the overview Okay. Ezra is saying, or Nehemiah is saying, this happened to me. I was there. I thought that's the way I went in Ezra, kind of, too. No, no, no. All right. No, no, no. All right. You are mistaken. Okay. You're, you're conflating. You're conflating somebody telling you about something with somebody who was actually there and did it. I mean, this is a first-person account. I get that. But they were talking about Ezra in Ezra. Doing the same exact fucking things. It's different. Okay. It feels different to me. Doesn't to me. Well, I'm sorry it doesn't feel different to you. damn same to me. Well, it is boring either way. I'll give you that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that was Nehemiah chapter two. Sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow with... Nehemiah chapter three. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Husband. Wife. Um, are you going to get it right this time? Uh, yeah, I'm going to get it right this time. Okay. Um, do you remember what happened yesterday? Yeah, so we were talking about, uh, let's see, Ezra, no, I mean, Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, he was, uh, he was in, um, you know, another land and the king sent him here to, you know, do stuff. Another land? Like Babylon? Yeah, that place, you know. And the king being, like, of Persia? Was he in Persia or Babylon? Okay, the king of Persia sent um, him from Babylon. Okay. So anyway, he was in another land. Yeah. And he got sent to Jerusalem <laughs> to, uh, you know, lead his people and stuff. And rebuild that shit. And rebuild that shit. And then, uh, so, then uh, Ezra, I mean, Nehemiah 
Stop. What? Stop what? It's like the same fucking story. But stop it's calling Ezra. Him. It's no way. Nehemiah. Stop calling him Ezra. Okay. I'm sorry. Anyway, Nehemiah was like all bent out of shape because, you know, like there was things going wrong and the walls weren't built up and blah, blah, blah. And so then they built stuff and the people that were there were making fun of them. And he was like, mind your own. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty much it. That was pretty much it. And that was uh, Nehemiah chapter two. I guess. Yeah. And today we are going to be reading. Nehemiah chapter three. All right. Let's go do this. Sure. Okay, Nehemiah chapter 3, here we go. Okay. Not very excited. (laughs) (laughs) Eliashib, the high priest and his fellow priests, you know those guys? Right. They went to work and rebuilt the sheep gate. Oh, man, I was really worried that we were going to fix the sheep gate. (laughs) That was definitely a high on my list of concerns. Yep, yep, they got it fixed. They dedicated it. Yeah. Did they do that by breaking a bottle of wine against it? Isn't that how you dedicate a building? Sure, yeah. Or a boat? Boat, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Okay, they dedicated it and set its doors in place, building as far as the Tower of the Hundred. Wow. I'm going to look that shit up. Which they dedicated, and as far as the Tower of Hananel. Yeah, that tower. Whoa, but what is the Tower of the Hundred? It sounds like a really big gate. Right? Why has it got to be so big? I'm going to find out what the shit that is. Right? Hey, well, we got some cue for our, for this weekend. Yeah. Okay. The men of Jericho built the adjoining section. Wait. Jericho Wait. was never supposed to be rebuilt, remember? Yeah, but it was. But then it wasn't supposed to, though. Right. No, okay. it wasn't supposed to. That was one of those contradictions we covered yeah. a while back. Yeah. Because it was rebuilt. I know, but... But I God said, that... never rebuild it. Right. And then I just assumed that when it got knocked down again or whatever, that they would leave it this time. I don't know. It didn't get knocked down again. Well... This is Jerusalem we're talking about okay. that got knocked down. You're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry. But still, Jericho should have not... It should not have been rebuilt. In the first place, In right, the first yeah. Place, yeah. So the men of Jericho, which should not have been rebuilt but was, they came over and built the adjoining section. Okay. And Zakir, son of Imri, built next to them. Mm-hmm. They all held hands and skipped and braided each other's <laughs> hair and blew bubbles, and it was a grand day Is in the garden. Is that what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fish gate. The fish gate, huh? Was rebuilt by the sons of Hassana. Okay. Okay. That's where the fish came in. I guess. Okay. Like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Yeah, sure. They laid its beams and put its doors and bolts and bars in place. Yeah, that's. I mean, the door building one hundred and one. Important. I guess. For fish. Or something. Merimoth, son of Uriah, the son of Hakaz, repaired the next section. Next to him, Meshulam, son of Barakiah, Barakura, the son of Meshezabel, mm-hmm. made repairs. Okay. And next to him, Zadok, son of Blana, Blana, also made repairs. Did Tiddy. He yeah. made repairs also. He did. He did. Okay. Sorry, these are hard for me, and I have less interest in trying to get them right. Ah. I accidentally lost some respect. Did you? I did. Okay. Like, at first I was like, oh, I 
don't want to be disrespectful. But we want to make it at least legible. Like, you know, we okay. want people to be able to understand what we're saying. Right, but when we first started this, I was on a journey. Like, I was like, okay, I want to try as hard as possible. I don't want to be disrespectful to, you know, the history and the peoples that, that live there, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh, man, fuck all this. Right. Like, Mostly when they're just listing off names because it's like fucking hell. But the Bible in general. Right. Like, I've lost all cares when it comes to getting any name right i'm like fuck those names <laughs> like i i didn't mean to it happened gradually and i didn't notice it i didn't realize it until right today i realized i will probably never ever look up how to pronounce a name or care if i'm getting it right right i i will never do that unless I it's a demon care. or something then i care yeah they're cooler or a different god right i, I would look that but shit like up. the the legacy names of this father and that father and whatever, whatever. fuck cares fuck cares i don't i could tell you that much right yeah somebody does and i get that but it ain't me right but i mean it has little to no bearing on the actual message of the bible really mm-hmm. exactly it's just their way of keeping track of herod of whatever who's related to yeah. whom so that you know the line of Jesus, because that's what this is really getting up to and so, all about. I mean, sort of, yeah. Not sort of. It's exactly what this shit's about. Well, but in the Old Testament, no, it's not about Jesus, no, because right. that's it's not what that was David. about. It's about David. It's about line. David. It's about the line of the Levites. It's about mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I just can't be bothered to care. Right. No, I get Sorry. It. Yeah. The Bible did it to itself. Okay. I can't be held responsible. Got it. Okay. So, the next section yeah. was repaired by the men of Tekoa. That sounds like a name from Avatar, Does doesn't it? it? Tekoa. Maybe. Which, You're just saying which, that because we just saw that last I know. Night. I was going to say, speaking of which, this is boring. So anyways, <laughs> speaking of which, we finally got to see Avatar The Way of Water last night in the theater with our child in 3D. And it was so fun. And um, here's the thing. I have mixed feelings because I can hold two opposing ideas in my head at the same time. Yeah. It had so many flaws, much it like really the did. first one. Um, the first one was just Pocahontas in space. And <laughs> um, even at that, like evil for the sake of evil guy. Yeah. You know, so, and, and there they, was a lot they, of that. They one up that a little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, giant holes, right. And just horrible things that you could just point at. And even so, I'm like... It was a beautiful movie. It was a beautiful movie, and I cannot wait to see the next one. And we saw it in 3D, which was kind of cool. We haven't seen a 3D movie in forever. I cannot wait to see the next one. Yeah, we were talking about that on the way home, and I literally think that the last 3D movie I saw was Avatar. Mm. I can't think of what else I would have seen in 3D. Right, right. So... Yeah, we don't go to a lot of 3D movies. We don't go to a lot of movies. No, we go to... A few a year. No, we go to the Marvel ones and that's it. Well, we yeah. went to Harry Potter's when they were right, right. coming regularly. But like even the most recent Fantastic Beasts, we missed that one in theater and had to catch it on streaming. Yeah. So, you know. Right. Just saying. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about Avatar instead of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're giving me the get back on task look. Yes. Stay on target. The next section was repaired by the men of Tekoa. But their nobles would not put their shoulders to the work under their supervisors. Oh, man. I hate it when they won't work. Yeah. They were like, fuck this shit. This sucks. They were like, this gate isn't for me. I don't care. Right. The Jashana gate was repaired by 
Joida, son of Paseah, and Meshulam, son of Besadiah. Okay. They laid its beams and put its doors with their bolts and bars in place. Bolts and bars, yeah. Bolts and bars. That sounds like a good name for something. It does. What would it be? Like, maybe... Sounds like a good name for um, like a magic well, shop. It could be a bar, actually. A bar, bolts and bars. Bolts and well, bars. no, that's no. too that's too on the nose. Right. It would bolts be like bars. a Magic the Gathering, like a yeah, that could a be board cool. yeah. game shop. You right. Know? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. 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 Bolts and gaming bars. shop. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Right. Yeah. Or um, what about like a coffee shop? Bolts and bars. No, no. that doesn't sound right no. for a coffee shop. No. Not a bookstore either. No. 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 It would have to be a gaming place. Right. Yeah. yeah, bolts and bars. Okay. Next to them, repairs were made by men from Gibeon and Mizpah, Mizpa, sorry, Melatiah of Gibeon and Jadon of Maranoth, places under the authority of the governor of Trans-Euphrates. I forgot to pay attention to that last sentence. Are you getting any of this? I mean, they're building the fucking gates. Yeah. And- it's just there's, there's a lot of these names. people are building that gate, and this person's building that gate, and I, another person's building that gate, yeah. and it's under the authority of the Trans Euphrates. The Trans Euphrates sounds like the name. I mean, I know we covered this before, but right. it sounds like the name of like. Remember when America was first being settled, and they had all the different tea companies, and yeah, you know, yeah, all them like the the I forget all those tea companies. <laughs> Shit, man! But the Trans Euphrates sounds like it was should have been one of them. Are you making fun of me? A little bit. I just, I'm tired and this is boring. So I I keep, like, I have ADHD, so I'm like, let's do something else. Right. Okay. Uziel, son of Hariah, one of the goldsmiths, repaired the next section. Was it made of gold? Apparently. goldsmith. Apparently. And Hananiah, one of the perfume makers. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. It's a smelly good gate. Made repairs next to that. So... Apparently, just because that's what their job is doesn't mean that that's what the gate is. Okay, okay. Good to know. They restored Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. Oh, my God. That far? That far. Wow. You know how far the broad wall it's is? It's pretty broad. It's over there, and it is far away. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, obviously, by the way they said it. Mm-hmm. They restored, oh, as far as the broad wall, yeah. Rephiah, son of Hur. Ruler of a half district in Jerusalem, repair the next section. Mm, okay. Adjoining this, Jediah, son of Harumph. Harumph. That's what I'm going to call him. Okay. Harumph. Made repairs opposite his house. And Hattush, son of Hashabniah, made repairs next to him. Okay. Melchizedek, son of Harum, and Hassan, son of Moab. Repaired another section and the Tower of the Ovens. The Tower of the Ovens, huh? What the I fuck? love these names of the towers. These they're fun. Names, ta- they're, they're fun tower names. They make no goddamn sense. You think there's ovens in the tower? I have no idea. The ovens are over there in that oven tower. The Tower of the Ovens. I mean, you gotta go cook some bread. Where are you going? Like, I'm gonna go to the Tower of the it's Ovens. It's like the Tower of the Zippers, the Tower of the Mittens, the yeah. Tower of the Hats. Right. Right. Yeah. Shalom, son of Helohesh, ruler of a half district of Jerusalem, repaired the next section with the help of his daughters. Oh, wow. They let girls work on gates? Yeah. That must have been a bad gate. a very gate. progressive gate-building community. <laughs> <laughs> the valley gate was repaired by Hanun and the residents of Zenoa. 
they rebuilt it and put its doors with their bolts and bars in place. No, the bolts and bars. Bolts huh? and bars. Yeah. They also repaired a thousand cubits of the wall as far as the dung gate. Do you know how, how big a cubit is? I don't remember. You don't remember how big a cubit is? I don't remember. It's from your elbow to the tip of your fingers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why are you acting like, you were like, how do you not know? Well, because it's one of those things that you're supposed to know if you're reading the Bible. Because they, they measure, not not in our book that we're reading, but they measure the arc size in cubits. Whatever. So it's important that you know what a cubit is. I disagree. I don't think it's important I know that at all. It's not really that important. But, I mean, I like that information, so I wanted to say it because I had it. Well, you were trying to make me look stupid in making you look smart. And that's mean. You should not throw your partner under the bus. I'm sorry. You should be. Yeah. So anyway, the dung gate, okay? The dung gate? As far as the dung gate, the poopy. That's a shitty The gate. poopy entrance. Yeah. The dung gate was repaired by Malachijah, oh, son of Rechab, ruler of the district of Beth Hakiram. He rebuilt it and put its doors with their bolts, bolts and, and bars, bars in place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The fountain gate. Was repaired by Shalun, son of Kol Jose. Are they sure there's a wall, or is it just all fucking gates? Right. It's, it seems like a lot of fucking gates. It's a lot of ways to get into your precious city. Right. And You're trying to secure it. this place, and you just make probably make less gates. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Ruler of the district of Mizpah, he rebuilt it, roofing it over and putting its doors and bolts and bars. Bolts and bars in place. He also repaired the wall of the pool of Siloam. By the king's garden, as far as the steps going down from the city of David. Wait, the pool, that's, the this, this is a different pool near the king's garden that's not the Not the, the sea. sea. No, okay. no, no. The, just the king's garden, you know? Got it, got it. And going those steps down from sure. King David, okay. city of David. Yep. Beyond him, Nehemiah, son of Asbuk. Nehemiah, the guy, the, the, this book? The, this guy, the son of Azbuk, okay. ruler of a half-district of Beth-Zur, okay. made repairs up to a point opposite the tombs of David. Hmm. As far as the artificial pool, the artificial pool, mm-hmm. and the house of the heroes. Okay. The house of the heroes. Yeah. That's probably where the three are entombed. The three. The three. And the 30. Maybe, but that they weren't. As big of a hero, so it's probably That's just true. the three. Or maybe the five. Remember there was the five? Oh, yeah, there was the five. Maybe there's five in there. Okay. But definitely no more than 30, because yeah. the rest of them were just capable. Capable. Yeah, yeah, so whatever. Next to him, the repairs were made by the Levites under Reum, son of Bani. Beside him, Hashabiah, ruler of half the district of Kila, carried out repairs for his district. Okay. Next to him... The repairs were made by their fellow Levites under Benui, son of Hinnadad, ruler of the other half-district of Keilah. Okay. Next to him... Yeah, but they, they build another section? I bet they are. Okay. Ezer, son of Jeshua, ruler of Mizpah, repaired another section. Not, wow, that's amazing. From a point facing the ascent to the armory as far as the angle of the wall. I feel like this section could have been saved. It was like, hey, there's a lot of people that rebuilt this, and they rebuilt it. Yep. Yeah. And let's just put all of their names in a list, and if you're interested, click on that link. You know what? You can skip the list if I'm... I don't really care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Next to him... Can we have a footnote? That's what I'm saying. Click on the link. Right, right. Next to him, 
Baruch, son of Zebai, zealously repaired another section from the angle to the entrance of the house of Eliashib, the high priest. Next to him, Miramoth, son of Uriah, the son of Hakaz, repaired another section from the entrance of Eliashib's house to the end of it. The repairs next to him were made by the priests from the surrounding region. Okay. Beyond them... Benjamin and Hesub. Did they get another section done? Made repairs in front wow. of their house. This is such an exciting and riveting chapter. I'm so tired. I tell you how how glued to my seat I am right now. I can't tell you how excited I am I'm sliding about out of my seat. the outcome of this chapter. I'm like literally just sprawled here. I need like, bolts and bars to even hold me in place with the excitement yeah. that I'm feeling right now. Well, I need them to hold me in place because I'm melting <laughs> out of my chair onto the ground. And next to them, Azariah, son of Messiah, the son of Ananiah, made repairs beside his house. Next to him, Benui, son of Hanadad, repaired another section from Azariah's house to the angle and the corner. Wow, and the corner. The angle and the corner. Mm-hmm. That's another name of angle something. Angle and the corner, yeah. Yep. The Palal and Palal, son of Uzai, worked opposite the angle and the tower, projecting from the upper palace near the court of the guard. Next to him, Padiah, son of Parash, and the temple servants living on the hill of Awful. Awful? Ophel. Oh, Ophel. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Made repairs up to a point. Opposite the water gate, toward the east, and the projecting tower. Okay. Next to them, this just keeps going. It does. Next to them, the men of Tekoa repaired another section from the great projecting tower to the wall of Ophel. You know, you could really, I mean, the amount of time that they spend talking about God versus the amount of time they talk, start, the amount of time they spend talking about heritage and fucking building shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, God's hardly a part of the Bible. It's really I more know. about building shit and fucking family. That's true. That's, I mean, it's true. this is insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Above the horse gate, the priest made repairs, each in front of his own house. Next to them, Zadok, son of Immer, made repairs opposite his house. Next to him, Shemaiah, son of Shechaniah, the guard at the east gate, made repairs. Okay. The never-ending story <laughs> is finally coming to a close soon. Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's good. Thank God. Yeah. Next to him, Hananiah, son of Shelemiah, and Hanun, the sixth son of Zalaf. Not the fifth, not the fourth. Not the sixth. Not the seventh. That's the right out. The eighth is right out. Repaired another section. Okay? Okay. Next to them, Meshulam, son of Barakiah, Barakuda, made repairs opposite his living quarters. Next to him, Malkijah, one of the goldsmiths, made repairs as far as the house of the temple servants and the merchants, opposite the inspection gate. Oh, yeah. And as far as the room above the corner. Yeah, the I mean, that room above the corner. You, you know, know, that the one. one. Yeah. That must be like the, that must be a bar. That sounds the like a good name for a bar. Corner. The, the room, room above, above the, the corner. corner. Like, that's a great name for a bar. That is a good name for right? a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And between the room above the corner and the sheep gate and the goldsmiths and merchants made repairs. The end. Yay. Right? I mean, like, I don't even know what to say. That was like a shitty chapter. I feel enlightened. They fucking built gates and walls and bullshit. Lots and of guys built gates. More gates than walls. I don't, like, what is, I, <laughs> I don't need this information, you know? Like, it's, it's just extraneous bullshit. 
it's making the Bible more boring than it has to be. And it's it really, I mean, yeah, boring. like, you gotta try harder, guys. Come on, make this yeah. exciting. I thought you wanted to um, win my soul and, you know, make me a believer or whatever. Right, yeah, so cut out the boring shit. <sighs> Talk me or into Or whatever, it. you know. Have it as a separate compendium. Compendium. compendium yeah. But, you know, make this one more exciting. Yeah. So. Whatever. Anyway, that was Nehemiah chapter three. I got it right that time. I didn't say. I know, you know but I was way. falling asleep. So I could I'm tell. Like, I could tell. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So hey, tomor- yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, anything. Tomorrow, I don't know what this. You were the one that wrote the yeah. schedule, but tomorrow is Saturday. So tomorrow we are going to do um, Q and A saturday over those three chapters that we just read. okay and then we're gonna have this week we have a patreon episode mm-hmm. coming up on sunday we'll have our weekly recap or replay sorry mm-hmm. on, on sunday as well and then we'll be back on monday with nehemiah chapter four all right we'll see you guys then yep bye Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? I do. It's uh, it's a day. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. That's right. Guess what we do on Saturday. What do we do on Saturdays? Q&A Saturday. Oh, I should know that by now. You should. <laughs> you should. So uh, what are we queuing and aing today? So we're only um, three chapters into the book of, uh, what's his name? Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Yeah. Nehemiah. Yeah. It's easily confused with Ezra. Fuck off. <laughs> I actually have something to say about that. Oh, okay. All right. And so, um, yeah, I have stuff to say about the gates as well. The gates. The gates. The gates were fun. Yeah. The names. Yeah. I like the names. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about those a little bit. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's get into this, huh? All right. All right. Okay. So... The book of Nehemiah. Yes. Right? Right. So you were like saying, oh, no, it's the same story as Ezra. Yeah, blah, blah. it fucking is. Okay, but listen, it's not. Okay? <sighs> I know. I agreed. With, first I disagreed, then I agreed, and now I disagree again after reading okay, stuff. Okay, fine. Okay, here's what happened. Okay? Yeah. So um, the king of Persia, um, Cyrus, Yeah. he got a letter from God in his heart that said... <laughs> Let those people go over there or what the fuck ever. I didn't know the mail delivery. I don't, did mail I don't know how it worked. Heart. I don't it's know crazy. how it worked. Yeah. So Ezra was like, yeah, let's go. And so they went and they started. But then all of the people there were like, uh, no, you didn't. And so the work stopped. Oh, okay. Remember? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this is like the same story, different era. So 15 years later. 15 years to count. Yeah, Got it. The book of Nehemiah starts up. Ah, okay. Okay. And so... Redo. Um, what? It's a redo. Well, yeah. 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 Because he, um, you know, had that, um, I don't know, that Artaxerxes or what the fuck ever. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? No. The I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. The the next Persian king, what's his name? Um. Oh, okay. So the next Persian king. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you're close with, yeah. That's Ar- close. Artaxerxes. I sure. don't know, something like that. A name that's yeah. a Persian king. Yeah. That was in Nehemiah. Yeah. Okay. So he Just also started got with that, an A for sure. Yeah. He also got that letter from God and he was like, yeah, go build that shit. Okay. So this is just a separate 15 year later trip that looks, no, 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 no. feels I think very there similar. There was like 70 years between oh. um, the, the first 
starting to try it and then the second doing it. Okay. Got it. Got it. But the book of Nehemiah starts 15 years after the book of Ezra ends. Okay. So it would, it would. Okay. All right. So this, and this would be almost a hundred years after the first captives came back to the promised land. Okay. Yeah. And some 150 years after the city of Jerusalem was destroyed. Okay. Okay. Does that help put it? Yeah. The only thing I'm confused about now is that I thought that there was some thinking about the fact that Ezra wrote this book. And if it happened fucking 70 years after Ezra, then how right. did he write the fucking book and also in it? I don't fucking know. Okay. Honestly, I can't be bothered to care. I'm just saying, like, there's some really, yeah. you know, crazy BS right. going on. Yeah. I, I don't know who wrote all this shit, okay? Obviously, and, none of us do. Right. But moreover, I don't really care a lot. Right. Okay? Much so, like that well they named. Care a lot well. Yeah. Remember the care a lot well from yeah. back in Genesis? Barely. Barely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I only know it because I was writing about it today. I know. I know. So Nehemiah lived in the capital city of the Persians. Okay. okay. He lived in the capital city. Got it. Not only that, he lived in the citadel, which is a fortified palace of the Persians. So think about this. He's living in the palace of the king of Persia. So he was somebody important. To the Persians, at least. Right. Well, yeah. Right. He was in an important position before he was like, you know what? I'm going to peace out to over there. So this guy sounds more like a overlord that they're sending out there with, like, you guys better get your shit straight and fix this crap up for maybe, our kingdom. Maybe, But the way they're viewing it is that he was, you know, of Jewish descent, right? Sure. So he could have, like, worked himself into this position to eventually be able to put a bug in the king's ear to, you know, can... We've always wanted to go back. Right, can right, we go back? Right. And can I help lead it? Like, I'll take care of it myself. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, um, at one point, he he's like, oh, remember that time back when Ezra was taken over and they were going to rebuild? How are those guys doing? Yeah. Right? And so, he got the bad news. I mean, the people were called survivors. Not like, uh, yeah. you know, they were not called like, uh, oh, yeah, they're doing pretty good. They're over there building and working and whatever. Right. They were called survivors. They were in great distress. They were viewed as a disgrace. The walls of the city were broken down. The city gates were burned with fire from, you know, those mean guys that were like, yeah. no, you're not going to It was probably because they, like, you know, kicked them out. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, you will not commingle with us. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, fuck you, we'll burn your goddamn no, the, gates. the commingling came later. I know, I'm just okay. saying. Okay, Whatever. Well, but they, did, they didn't let people help them. And right. they were, like, mean to people that were around them. It's true. So it's they're true. like, fuck you, we'll burn your gates. Yeah. And and they did. Right. And so when Nehemiah heard this, this is where he's just like Ezra, right? Mm-hmm. He sits down, he weeps, he mourns, he cries a lot. And then he prayed for four months before doing anything. Mm. Okay? Yeah. Whatever. That was helpful. Yeah. But that <laughs> I just wanted to go over that because I think you and I both were a little confused as to like the timeline of who did what when and we thought it was the same twice and right. forgot that there was like this whole they started the project but then stopped the project. Yeah. I need like somebody to keep me on track with timeline somewhere. Like in front same. of me while we're doing this. Same. I'm like I don't know where sometimes I it's sometimes it's easy to follow, sometimes it's not. No, I agree. Especially when you're listening to a story that sounds Almost word for word. Yeah. The same as what you just heard. No, I totally agree with you. And that's why reading this kind of helped me put it back in, in right, frame. Right, right. You know? Yep. So, and I thought if it helped me, it's 
got to help you as well. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so there's that part, okay? Next, um, I just saw this note and was like, oh, I need to, I need to say that. Out of some two or three million Jews that were deported from the land, only 50,000 decided to return to the promised land. Damn. Which is only like 2%. Yeah. So that's a small number. Right. So you might be tempted to ask why didn't so many, like, why did so few want to go back home? Right. Well, the reason being, they were actually treated really well in Babylon. Gotcha. Well, not in Babylon. Like when the Persians took over. Right, right, right. Yeah, I got it. Because, um, you know, the Persian king. He He was like, I like you guys. You're, you know, do what you do. Well, I read a little bit about him, too. The reason, one of the reasons that he was so into letting people um, do their own thing religiously and, like, keep your own rules, do your own thing. Like, I'm I'm not here to change you. Um, One of the reasons was because he wanted each group when they worshiped their God to put in a good word for him. So he, ah, it was, it, it was, was somewhat selfish. I mean, yes and no. He's like, if, if everybody, if all the gods are putting in good, good words for me, then I'm in good shape. Right. I mean, also you could think of it as a form of like long con karma. Sure. You know? Yeah. And it worked out for him. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean in history, we remember him as a you, good guy. That's the way you treat people that you take yeah. over. If you want them to be, not rebellious, then you treat them with respect. Yeah, I so. mean, he's like, you know, there's a lot of different gods out there. Maybe one of them is actually the one true god. Sure. And so... So um, maybe, maybe it was selfish, but it accidentally worked. Sure. Because, you know, he did the right thing. Sure. Maybe accidentally, but maybe just genuinely nice guy. So, so toward that end, the people who were under his care, they did really well. They, right. They were comfortable. They had whatever riches they wanted. You know, the businesses were rolling. Um, they were pretty much free, freer and more successful than when they were at home. So, um, and I say at home, although they quickly became at home in, you know, Babylon or New Persia, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right. And um, so, I mean, think about this too. Like when they left to go back to um, their home, yeah, the, the promised land. They were given all kinds of gifts. Right. And they were given their their original temple items. Yeah. Right? Which I thought was really nice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, all of that to say, a lot of people were like, I got a good deal here. Right. I don't need to go back over there and do all that fucking work to rebuild. You know, fuck that. I'm Especially just with people that at. are already, like, kind of usurping the land. And yeah. Like, like, I don't. We gotta take this back, and then like they, we don't have friendly neighbors out there. Well, and, and some of them, fuck, man? did they were born in this new place, and they're comfortable and happy. They're like, I don't have any ties to that, whatever. Right, right. So that explains why so few of them returned, which Got I it. thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, it's also worth noting that um the stuff that was given back to them did not include like the ark and whatever. Right. That's and, somewhere gone. Well, Egypt, no, no, no it Ethiopia. was Ethiopia. Yeah. That's yeah right. Because it's believed that those items were chopped up and lost to, um, history or right. whatever. So we are not going to see those again. Those right. are gone now in the, in the Bible. Those are gone now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, cause they're fucking gone. They're gone. They're either, Melted down. Or in Ethiopia. Or in Ethiopia. There's no other yeah. options. Here. I think they're in Ethiopia, personally. Right. I really do. 
I, I just... I, I would love to think that. That's fine. I don't know why I think that. I just... I really like the idea right. that it still exists. Right. And if it still exists, it has to be in Ethiopia. It can't be anywhere right. else. Yeah. And I really want that part of the story... I, I want them to be part of the story. You know right. what I mean? I sure. want that success for them. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Being weird, but I just, I don't know. I just like it. It makes me happy. Yeah. All right. So now we are going to talk about the gates. Okay. Okay. The reason we're going to talk about the gates is because I was looking up that fucking Tower of the Hundred, right? Yeah. And I wrote that down in my notes as something to look up. Well, mm-hmm. I looked it up and I couldn't really find anything much about the towers. Okay. They're, they're just fucking towers, whatever. Got it. They had cool names. They did have cool names. But what really had cool names was the gates. Yeah. And so I want to talk about the gates. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And um, here we go. The sheep gate was so named. Guess why? Because the sheep went through it? Yes. Um, they were led through it to the temple. It was near the market where sheep were sold. And it was also close to the sheep pool where the temple sacrifices were washed. Ah. And up until a few years ago, this gate was still being used for this same purpose in Jerusalem today. Oh, like literally yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So the fish gate was one of Jerusalem's main entrances and it got its name because of the nearby fish market. And merchants used to bring fish from Tyre or the Sea, the sea of Galilee. Huh. So okay. they would come in so through the I mean, fish gate. they're aptly gate. named. Yeah, yeah. Um, some believe that the old gate was so named because it was the main entrance into the old city of Salem, Jerusalem, okay. on the north side. But we don't know. That name has been sure. lost to history or whatever. Yeah. The valley gate was located in the western section of the wall and led to the lowly tri... tri no, let me try that one more time. Tyropoan... Valley. Yeah. Apologies. Okay. To the valley, mm-hmm. whose name I just butchered. butchered. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, the valley gate opened up over a valley. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Dung gate. The the shit. The shit gate. The shit gate. It was so named because it led to the Hinnom Valley south of Jerusalem, where refuse was dropped. So not just poop. <laughs> so it literally was the shit gate. Right. It was the shit gate, but it was also where they threw their trash and stuff. Got it. Yeah. Poop and trash. Poop and trash. Yeah, one of the early landfills of, yeah. you know, We've been destroying this planet from way back. <laughs> yep. So the fountain gate and the water gate come next, and they're kind of related to each other. Obviously, fountain, water, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Okay. The fountain gate... Was near the it was northeast of the Dung Gate, and it was near the pool of Siloam by the King's Garden, mm-hmm. and it led into the Kidron Valley, and it derived its name from the location where the Siloam Tunnel emerged from the ground with water from the Gihon Spring. Okay. Okay, so it was the Fountain Gate because that's where the the water came the up. Yeah. yeah. Now, the Water Gate was part of the Palace Temple complex rather than in the wall. Okay. So it wasn't actually an entrance. Got it. Got it. Okay. And it was so named because it led to the city's main source of water, the Gihon Spring. And it apparently encompassed a large area because that is where the reading of the law took place. And it mm. had to be large enough to accommodate all the people that had to gather. Gotcha. So this was a huge area. Right. Okay. Okay. Next came the horse gate. And it was on the east side of the temple overlooking the Kidron Valley. 
It was the gate through which horses entered and exited the palace area. I'm so shocked. And the, the horse stables were probably near there, too. Got it. Got it. You're making fun. No, it's just, I mean, they're, like, it's exactly what it was. They, they didn't, there was no trying here. They're just like, yep, that's the fish gate. Yep, that's the horse gate. Well, you know. stop. I like it. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah. The east gate was directly east of the temple area. No way. East of it. Located below the present day Golden Gate. Got it. The people entered the temple through this gate on their way to worship the Lord and present their offerings and sacrifices to him. Mm. So they're coming in the east gate. Like that's where the sun rises, you know, and they're coming in the temple. Right. Along with the sun rising, you know. Sure. Like that's kind of cool to think. Yeah. Okay, the muster or inspection gate, muster, not mustard, like mustard and ketchup, right. but like muster, think numbers, sure. like they're, they're gathering, got they're up counting, enough, whatever. Yeah, it was located in the northernmost selection section of the wall, and the elders sat at this gate judging and rendering decisions in matters brought before them, yeah. but it's also where they would conduct like census counting and... And all that kind of stuff. Got it. So. Okay. All of these gates were like super important. They were used in various ways. Um, The people would finalize business deals at the gates. And they would arrange marriages at the gates. Hmm. And they would settle disputes in the presence of witnesses. Okay. And the king used gates to address his subjects. Interesting. So the gates were like not just exit and entrance right right and they were they were almost like stages on top yeah, of that or whatever yeah so. yeah they were yeah um they were gathering places and they were places of business they were sure very important and they were part of the outer wall of the temple yep so they were very important yeah okay so i'm glad i looked those up but I was very disappointed about finding not a lot on the towers. I know those were great. I just, I mean, I'm sure there at some point was some something. I mean, those names are too the good. Tower to like, of the ovens, right? What? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, based on the gates, it's probably just fucking ovens. Okay, but what's the Tower of the Hundred? A hundred steps or something? I, I don't. I mean, maybe. Maybe. You know, right? Could be that simple. I don't know. But they had some good names, though. They did. If any of you happen to know what the tower names indicate, yeah, how they got those Reach titles, out to us, let us know. Very interested. For sure. All right. So that was our Q&A for today, right? That was our Q&A for today, right? All right. So um, tomorrow we are going to be back with a Patreon episode. Yes. And the weekly replay. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday we'll be back with... Nehemiah chapter four. All right. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick. And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! What are we doing? I think we're doing a Patreon. 
Oh my god, I think we're doing a Patreon. Yeah, so what are we doing a Patreon over today? Well, I thought it would be interesting to do a Patreon episode over so-called red flag movies. Red flag movies, huh? Yeah, I recently heard somebody go over a list of movies that are red flags if somebody likes them. And I about flipped my wig because it pissed me off so much. Oh, Okay. And so I thought that would be fun to talk about. Sure. Okay. That sounds like a you know fun episode. Yeah. Fun. So let's go ahead and uh, get on into this. Yeah. All right. Why did it stop? Well, this was just a teaser introducing our special bonus episode just for our Patreon members and our ACAST Plus subscribers. But how can listeners hear the entire episode? Visit us at patreon.com and become a member or subscribe on ACAST Plus. That's right. For as little as $2 a month on either platform, listeners can hear all our bonus material. That sounds like a great deal. Links are in the show notes. Go sign up now. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 
the secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.